Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios in Atlanta, Georgia, it's time for Atlanta Business Radio. Brought to you by OnPay, Atlanta's new standard in payroll. Now, here's your host. Lee Cantor here, another episode of Atlanta Business Radio, and this is going to be a good one. But before we get started, it's important to recognize our sponsor, OnPay. Without them, we couldn't be sharing these important stories. Today on Atlanta Business Radio, we have Jeffrey Greger with OVH Cloud. Welcome, Jeffrey. Oh, hi. It's great to be here. Thanks for having me. Well, I'm excited to learn what you're up to. Tell us a little bit about OVH Cloud. How are you serving folks? Yeah, so OVH Cloud is a cloud services provider. Uh, we are we see ourselves as an alternative uh, in the market relative to the hyperscalers who you would know as you know AWS, Google, uh, Microsoft, uh, etc. Uh, so we set ourselves apart from them, but also from you know other uh, lower tier uh, competitors in the market. Uh, we've been around for a long time, over 22 years uh, in France. Uh, the company in the U.S. has been active for about five years, and we are currently the fastest growing segment uh, or business unit in the company. Uh, globally, we've got over uh, 1.6 million customers. Uh, we serve those customers in 140 cu- uh, countries. We have 33 data centers uh, around the world, including uh, two here in the U.S. and another one in North America in Canada near Montreal. And what we do is we bring, you know, secure, trusted, open, and sustainable cloud solutions to uh, everyone from individual users and developers to small, medium, large, and enterprise customers. Uh, And we do that uh, at a fair and predictable price uh, that allows them to really uh, prepare and plan their business for their own growth. So now, um, how do you separate yourself from the bigger players in terms of, uh, do you serve certain niches? Are you a better fit for certain organizations than others? Well, we've, we've, we've uh, in the U.S. specifically, we've been very successful uh, since we started about five years ago, uh, offering disaster recovery solutions, uh, especially for customers who are using VMware software on-premise. Uh, So there's three main use cases for what we call our private cloud. Uh, So they can extend their on-premise data centers uh, to have a cloud presence and give them more capacity and more resiliency and uh, perhaps be closer to uh, either their customers or, you know, remote offices. Uh, We've got a strong disaster recovery solution, which is something that uh, not all companies or customers Uh, are always thinking about. So we're always promoting uh, that option. And we've been very successful, um, especially in this crowded market here in the U.S., where we are not that well known yet uh, because we're somewhat new to the market. So we're proving uh, our value to customers with that disaster recovery solution. But really, we have products for everybody. We are a pure cloud player, and we offer all of the different cloud solutions, everything from bare metal cloud, to public cloud and platform uh, as a service offerings and the private cloud, which I just spoke about. So how do you help the CIOs and CTOs out there kind of choose OVH cloud over their competitors? What are some of the um, 
kind of um, tools you could give them to champion your cause internally? Yeah, so one of one of them is the price pr- predictability and uh, also just the value for price. And we do that uh, in a couple ways. So uh, we are vertically integrated. We do everything. And like I said, we're a pure cloud player. So we're not doing a lot of, uh, or we're not doing any other things like some of the uh, other providers uh, are trying to do. This is our only business. And uh, we focused on it exclusively, like I said, for 22 years. We do everything from building our own servers, starting with bending the sheet metal and putting the servers together with the uh, motherboards and all the components. Uh, We build them into racks. We operate our own uh, global uh, data centers, like I mentioned earlier. We also operate our own global 32 terabit per second fiber network. Um, And then... Uh, we package it, like I said, into these you know bare metal cloud, private cloud, and public cloud uh, offerings to give a wide variety of offers for our customers to use. So with that scale uh, and vertical integration, we pass all those savings uh, onto our customers. Additionally, another uh, big area where we bring savings is we have our own proprietary water cooling technology uh, that we use to cool the servers and components in our data centers. And that is in contrast to, you know, regular data centers where they use, you know, air conditioning uh, to cool the servers and components. And the water cooling is much more efficient. It's more uh, ecologically friendly and it saves a lot of money in power and electricity. Uh, And again, that's something that we can uh, use to pass on cost savings to our customers. Now, what a very... What, oh, go ahead. what about from a standpoint of data security? Is there any differentiator on that side as well? Well, with OVH Cloud, uh, we're, we're very transparent and the customers always know where their data is. Uh, they know exactly uh, which servers or which data centers uh, it's in, and that's under their control. We don't uh, take any operations to move or back up uh, their data to somewhere that they're not aware of. So they're completely in control of their data. We've got great respect for uh, the customer's data and their personal information. Uh, we comply with, you know, of course, all the regulations and uh, GDPR regulations for European customers. Um, but yeah, really the customer is completely in control of their data. And that's a, a key aspect uh, of the company. So now, how did how did OVH Cloud land um, in Peachtree Corners? How how did that get on your radar uh, when you you know obviously America's big, so you can land it anywhere. How did you land in Peachtree Corners? Yeah, so we we were made aware of Peachtree Corners and their Smart City initiative, and OVH Cloud has always been at uh, the forefront of technology uh, and innovation. And in fact, our founder Octav Klaba. Uh, you know, one one of our slogans over the years has been innovation for freedom. So we're always looking to partner with uh, innovative uh, companies and uh, in this case, you know, cities and local governments and uh, the smart city uh, concept that they have going on there is a perfect fit for OVH Cloud. So we were able to come in and become a partner with them uh, and the uh, the many, many other partners that they have at Peachtree Corners 
uh, and we're uh, operating a, a startup program there. So we're offering credits uh, in conjunction with their Curiosity Lab, uh, which is sort of an incubator that they have set up there at the city of Peachtree Corners uh, to allow uh, companies and startups that are doing work in this smart city technology and Internet of Things uh, to come and get credits to use our cloud services to develop their technology uh, and innovations to go to market. So now, um, how has the launch in America gone for OVH Cloud? How, how's it been? Oh, yeah, it's been fantastic. Like I said, we're we're the fastest growing uh, business unit in the company, and it's it's a global company. Uh, 22 years in Europe, starting out in France and then expanding, uh, you know, throughout France into Germany, uh, United Kingdom, Spain, Italy, et cetera. They're, they're a household name. OVH Cloud is a household name in France and very well known throughout Europe. We're also in Asia Pacific. We've got some data centers in Sydney and Singapore, and that's the second uh, biggest growing area for the company. Uh, OVH Cloud decided to come to North America in uh, the early 2010s uh, with an office and a data center outside of Montreal. Um, And from there, they began to serve U.S. customers, but we knew to really address the U.S. market, we needed to have a company in the United States and with data centers in the United States. So we have currently an East Coast data center in Vintil, Virginia, outside of Washington, D.C., and a West Coast data center in Hillsboro, Oregon, outside of Portland. Uh, so that's what we've been using to serve uh, customers with U.S. data center needs uh, for the past five years. We're looking uh, very soon to expand to a central data center uh, in the U.S., but even the, the U.S. company is a global company. About a third of our customers are from outside of the U.S., and that's because we can sell uh, the servers and services in any of the global OVH cloud data centers. And we have this other uh, interesting technology called VRAC uh, that allows customers to connect all these different types of cloud products from bare metal private cloud or public cloud uh, across a private network Uh, Like I said, we operate our own uh, high-speed fiber network, and that allows them in a safe uh, manner and a more efficient manner to transfer their data uh, between data centers and also to run their applications and databases securely without having to connect across the public internet. So any advice for other European uh, firms that are thinking of coming into the United States? Any kind of suggestions from a a good uh, launch point and a good go-to-market strategy? Well, that's that's another area that we've uh, leveraged with our uh, partnership with Peachtree Corners and the Curiosity Lab. Uh, Through them, we've been introduced to Uh, and have uh, partnerships also with the French-American Chamber of Commerce in Atlanta and La French Tech. And that is part of our strategy to uh, work with them and help to bring French and other European companies who want to uh, do business in the U.S. uh, and who need cloud services to allow them to get the, the powerful services that they need for a fair and reasonable price and also uh, give them that predictable pricing so that they can 
you know, plan their business, especially as they're starting out and maybe to tie something into your previous question that I haven't mentioned yet, which is another one of our key differentiators uh, in the market against uh, other competitors is that uh, our prices are predictable for among other reasons, because in maybe just a few, there's just a few exception cases, but uh, we do not charge for ingress or egress bandwidth uh, from our network and to our servers. And uh, especially with the hyperscalers, uh, that's where people and companies who move to the cloud get that sticker shock. They look at the very low price per hour or per minute for some of the public cloud services. uh, And that's great. uh, But when you start moving some data around, uh, that's where you get the sticker shock at the end of the month with a huge bill for the, uh, the bandwidth and transit charges. That's where you can kind of see, so you get those kind of surprises that maybe you didn't uh, anticipate. Yeah, so it, it's not it's not really predictable. They've got a, a variable uh, bill mo- month over month, depending on how much traffic they uh, or their customers uh, are using. And uh, we were able to you know flatten that out for them because it's all included. Uh, and they've got a very predictable price model to uh, use to run their business. So what do you need more of? How can we help? Do you need more uh, customers? You need more uh, a brand awareness? You need more uh, talent? Yeah, I think, uh, like like I said earlier, uh, unfortunately, although we, we are growing and becoming more well-known, and we actually have great retention and great reviews from our customers. So yes, we're just trying to do everything that we can to get our name out there and let folks know that there are alternatives to the well-known hyperscaler names. And uh, you know, like we've been talking about some of the advantages that we have uh, relative to them. Uh, we also, um, like I've said, we're a pure play cloud provider. So we're not a managed service provider or a system integrator. So we provide the infrastructure and the platforms for the customers. So some customers uh, need additional help to either you know, operate uh, the services that we provide or to get things uh, up and going. So we're always looking for great partners uh, who are system integrators or uh, managed service providers who can you know, be along the value chain between us and some potential end customers. Now, of course, there's lots of uh, end customers that we serve directly that have their own IT departments or that are uh, you know, software providers um, or other service providers that can directly consume uh, our cloud services. But yeah, certainly brand awareness and uh, finding some additional partners uh, would be would be a great boost for us. And you're looking for them throughout North America, not just in the Atlanta area. Yeah, correct. Uh, any any anywhere, but we know that uh, Atlanta is uh, a, a big tech hub, and so we think there's a lot of opportunities there. So that's another reason that we're there and partnered with Peachtree Corners. And in fact, um, there is a bit of a success story already to tie back a, a few of these things that we've been talking about. So. Uh, we do have uh, a managed service provider, uh, a small company um, who has a French founder uh, who we've been working with since we partnered uh, with Peachtree Corner. So that's that's exactly 
uh, you know, what we're looking to do is find these partnerships, find new customers, uh, get our name out there and continue to grow because I think we can really help uh, a lot of people and customers on their cloud journey and really give them an alternative to maybe what they perceived uh, were the only options in the market. And I think the other thing too is on the cloud journey, uh, there's still a lot of companies who have not moved to or taken advantage of the cloud as compared to you know having to buy their own hardware and operate it on premise. Uh, and also some to many companies have moved to some of the bigger providers and not really uh, had the um, success that they hoped from their cloud migration because they weren't really ready to uh, you know modify and modernize all their applications. And so many are considering moving back to an on-premise solution, but with our bare metal cloud and private cloud, especially operating on that VMware software stack that they're familiar with, uh, we can still give them uh, the advantages and the promise that the cloud offers, even if they're not ready to do that complete transformation yet, we offer a good you know, step to get to the cloud in a familiar way. So if somebody wants to learn more uh, about OVH Cloud um, or get a hold of you and have a conversation with you or somebody on your team, what's the website? Yeah, so it's us.ovhcloud.com, ovhcloud.com. And uh, yeah, you can see uh, all of our products there. There are contact us forms uh, for our sales team. Uh, We've got uh, a chat feature. You can talk to our uh, sales agents or support agents. And uh, yeah, we'd be, we'd be very happy to uh, get some inquiries from your listeners uh, in Atlanta and uh, around the country. All right. Well, Gregor, thank you so much for sharing your story today. You're doing important work and we appreciate you. Yeah. Thanks for having me on. It was great. I hope to maybe come back sometime in the future and tell you how this has all panned out for us uh, in Atlanta. Sounds good. All right. This is Lee Cantor. We'll see you all next time on Atlanta Business Radio. 